Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merit Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite change and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix. A Master Plan for Black Group Economics with Wealth Creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity this isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear, drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of the Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Well, folks, Antonio T. Smith Jr. is doing it again. He's done it again. Yes, he has. Giving away so much knowledge just to help you succeed. Walk out of the middle class. Become a multimillionaire. He is giving away his book just for you. The name of that book, The Richest Man in the Trash Can. You want to make sure you get this book. Here's why. If you are someone who is tired, frustrated, irritated of the day-to-day schedule of waking up, going to work, going back home, going to sleep just to do it all over again, not being able to spend time with your family, you just got married, you just had kids, or you take care of your parents and you're not there to do it, this is the book for you. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, this book is free 99 yes you heard me free 99 okay (laughs) all yours for free 
Yes, free 99. All you have to do is just pay shipping and handling. That's it. $9.95 just to get your free book. This book is a life changer. I'm trying to tell you guys everything in this book is what Antonio taught myself in grace that enabled us to retire. Yes, we are retired and we haven't even hit our 40s yet. Woo! I'm just saying. I got a few months to go. Don't worry about it. Shh. Don't nobody need to know that, girl. <laughs> you don't look it. That's it. Go get it. Go get it and walk yourself out of the middle class into the life you deserve. Walk yourself into abundance. Abundance is freedom and this book is your journey out. You can plant better. You can dominate. From why you started your business to why you continue to move in your business to why you created the product you created, everything is a story. So tell that story. Branding is marketing and all of and all marketing is is storytelling. Every time you went to purchase something there was a story behind it. Storytelling just simply refers to sharing your company story to connect with your audience. It's the story of how your company or your brand came into being. And let's face it, your company is your brand. You are your brand. This helps you stand out. It helps you stand out because you are telling a story. It helps you be different in the market. If you are, um, for those of you who missed Saturday's conference, please um, send either myself or Grace a text message so we can send you the replay for that. Because a part of that, you wanna be different. You wanna be different in your market. And I discussed the three, the, there's three major markets and then you have your sub market and then you have your niche. But in order to stand out, in order to be different in your market, your difference is in your story. Your difference is in your why. And then it allows your audience to just simply have the chance to fall in love with you. From your smiles, to your laughs, to your tears, to your joys, to your struggles and, and your why. And when you tell your story, it taps into your audience's emotions. We buy emotional. We don't, we buy out of necessity, but that's when we buy commodities. But when it comes to us buying brands, that's an emotional purchase. The only reason any of you are part of the ATS Business University or anything ATS is for emotional reasons. You had a story and you spoke with someone who told you we can help you tell your story. Your business is your story. You don't have to be, you don't have to be a professional speaker to tell your story. All you have to do is just be you. And when you tell your story, it helps your audience weed you out from all the commercial noise that they hear. People today have a seven-second attention span. But now, they're at home. So what do you think they're going to be paying attention to? All of the commercials that pop up that are all the same? Or the stories that attract them because it's what they're feeling at that very moment. It's, it's what they see at the very moment. It's at the heart of what they're going through. That's why you tell your story. Your brand is your story. Why did you start it? What, what, what got you to that point where you were like, enough is enough. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, of being sick and tired. Tell that story. And it shows that you are human. It shows that your brand is not just about numbers. When you tell your story, your story will lead to the numbers in your bank account, but first you gotta get the people that's going to give you the money. When you're telling your story for your brand, it's not about inventing a story. I have, and 
let me know if y'all can see this. This right here is my empire. There are five separate companies up here and there's a story for each and every one of them. There's a reason behind why I started each and every one of these or why I'm in the process of starting each and every one of these. I don't have to invent a story to tell you on why I am where I am. The very reason why your business exists today, why you have developed products and services, why you do what you do, it, everything is a story. And it, 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 honestly took me a, I, it honestly took me a while to understand because every time I did something, every time I posted something for marketing for Antonio, every time I, I did a, 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 a teaching, I, t I taught on marketing, every time I did something, I was like, there's something more to this. There's a reason why. Why do people really buy? And the more studying I did, the more I got closer and closer and closer to the why. Why do people buy stuff? Because once you can figure out why people buy stuff, then you can lock it in. You can ethically switch them around to buy your product. Ethically and morally, and it's a reason I keep saying that. Everything you do is a story. From the reason you go to the grocery store, to the reason you bought the car that you have, to the reason you purchased the home that you have. Everything is a story. Use that same drive to sell your brand. That, that, that emotion that you felt when you started your business, keep that drive to sell your business, not your product. Because think about it. If you are a brand, people buy a brand. They don't buy the product, they buy the brand. Now, if you're a commodity, if you're milk in a grocery store, if you are coffee, if you, well, okay, I can't say Ritz crackers because that's a brand that don't nobody eat anything but Ritz crackers. So let me not steer clear of that. You know, you don't talk down about Ritz. You just don't do that. The buttery crunchiness, you just don't do that. But anyways, <laughs> there's a story behind why I purchased Ritz. First off, I love how Ritz crackers taste. When you bite into them, they don't cut up the top of my mouth like other crackers do. They melt perfectly in my mouth. But the biggest reason why is because as a kid, that's what my dad purchased. And my greatest, most favorite snack in the whole wide world is Jif peanut butter on top of a Ritz cracker. Because when I wanted a snack, and I did, and when I wanted a snack, that's what my dad fixed. Now, there's also a story behind saltine crackers. It's not when you get nauseous or when you don't feel good. No, 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 no. My granny would go into the kitchen, and that was a snack she'd fix herself. But she knew having three, one, two, three, six grandchildren in one house, she couldn't just fix hers. So she would literally spend an hour in the kitchen fixing saltine crackers and peanut butter because as we're running around the house playing in and out, we go in, grab a cracker and keep running. We go in, grab a cracker and keep running. There's a memory attached to some of the foods that I eat. And I only eat them at certain times when I have a craving for them. But Ritz and peanut butter, that's all day, every day. But saltine crackers and peanut butter, that's a a nostalgia, when I eat it, I think of my granny. See, there's a story to everything we do. So when people purchase your brand, they're not purchasing just, they're not purchasing the product that you offer, they're purchasing you. So what story are you telling them? Are you attaching them to your emotions? Are you making them want to purchase your brand. Again, people buy brands, they don't buy products. You don't buy Nike just because it's a tennis shoe. You buy Nike because it's a brand. You buy, Mike, you buy Jordans because of the brand. You buy K-Swiss because of the brand. Jeans are a commodity to us. 
some of us we can throw on a pair of jeans as long as they fit right and everything is tucked in the right places and they're comfortable we gonna buy these jeans but when it comes to your shoes there's a story attached to them your story brings awareness to your brain and it makes people feel they can trust you if somebody feels that they can trust you they will buy from you excuse me sorry when you're telling your story about your brand why you started it what it's about who you are you have to be authentic and transparent you can't do the little make-believe stuff that we all do Antonio used to get on me all the time. He used to tell me, just be yourself. Just be yourself. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what are you talking about? I am being myself. He's like, just be you. Just be you. So when you're telling the story about your brand, it's okay to be you. If you're bubbly, be bubbly. If you're monotone, work it out. But <laughs> but still tell your story. Hey, my name is Deanna Mitchell. I started the Be Marie group because I got tired. I got tired of putting so forth so much energy to somebody else's company. I figured, well, if I'm gonna put that much energy, I can put it into my own. So I started my company. See, monotone. But there's my story. How many people can relate with the fact of if I'm going to put forth this much energy? To a job, I can put forth this much energy to my own stuff, to my dreams, to my goals. Be authentic and be transparent. And this will help you build your story for everything that you do, from every product you start, from every product to why you even started your business, to why you want to be a speaker, why do you want to save the world, why, why do you want to do marketing why do you want and i'll tell y'all that story why do you want to do this why do you why what is your why maybe you'll tap into somebody else's why emotionally when was the last time you purchased something without having a reason to purchase it why did you do what you did why did you purchase that particular product what is your why that's where you start with your story what is your why so remember when i told you right here homie Turn that back up right there okay right here this is my empire so far and you see there's you can't see him closely but there we go. You see, there's five. There's one, two, three, four, five. The first one is DeMarie Group. DeMarie Group isn't what you guys know it as today. DeMarie Group started off as a music artist management firm, and my focus, my niche, was artist development because I loved watching the music come together, and I wanted to be the one to help those music artists take their dreams from just being a dream that they wrote on paper to actually being a reality and them standing on stage. And I actually had the opportunity to put them on stages. It gave me great joy to help someone fulfill their dreams. Because as a kid, that's the only thing I ever wanted to do. Stand on a stage and belt out my favorite song. So I figured, hmm, if I couldn't do it, I'd help somebody else do it. And it started off with my, with my ex-husband and his best friend. They had the greatest opportunity in the world um, presented to them from a PR agent. All they had to do was get a demo tape, a demo to this person. They didn't have all of their songs recorded. They didn't have the CD, the nice little CDs pressed up and ready to roll. They didn't have anything. <laughs> they had absolutely nothing. 
So me, I was like, you know what? Y'all don't even worry about that part. I just need y'all to get me a product. Go record. We don't know when the studio, don't even worry about all that. Hey, I need a favor. When can I get in the studio? It don't matter what time. It don't matter how long. It don't matter how late. It don't matter how much it costs. I just need them in there. Okay, so you got two hours tonight. You got two hours tomorrow. And two hours after that. I'll take the two tonight and the two tomorrow. All right, how much will it be? Gotcha. Okay, thank you. All right, look, I need y'all in the studio tonight at nine, and I need y'all in the studio tomorrow at nine. Oh, D, how did you know? Where about how I did it? I just need you there. That was the first step. Second step was I already had the logo. I just need to figure out how do I get it on a CD because they didn't know I was going to get it pressed up. Started getting on the phones. Can you do a 24-hour turnaround? No, you can't. Thank you. Can you do a 24-hour turnaround? No, you can't. Can't. Okay, thank you. Can you do a 24-hour turnaround? I need about 50 of them pressed up. Oh, you can. What do you need from me? Okay. What do, when do you need? Okay. If I bring you the CDs, how much will that cut off the price? Okay. No worries. What is your location? Emailed them the logo, dropped off the CDs, picked up everything the next day. By the time they finished recording, I said, I need, I need that over here. You know what? Better yet. Don't even worry about it. Once it got, it, did everything, got it, uh, mastered. Went to him, say, okay, I need you to burn it on all of these. So you need all these, yeah, I need all these, all these I need to burn. The time, the, by the time they needed to present it to the guy, I given them in the jewel casing, not the little slide-in paper casing, because that's, that's not, we're not doing it that way. We're not doing it that way. We, we're not selling out the trunk of the cars. If he's going to take this to California, we need him to take quality, because we need them to know that Yes, we rec- we did this to see their faces when I gave them their finished product. That was what I. That was that was that was what I. That that was it for me. And I was like, if I can help them, let me help the next person. Let me help this person. Let me help that person. That's how my company started. What you see today is the mentorship of Antonio T. Smith Jr. knocking down the walls of my box and making me think outside of the box. Because I'm doing the same exact thing today. I get to use my creativity to help others use theirs. I get to help others think outside of the box. I get to help you go from what is the norm to what is not norm. I help you break rules when it comes to marketing. And I love what I do. That's how the DeMarie group started. When it comes to the DeMarie University, that's just to give, give you the step-by-step process because when I was starting my company, I didn't know, excuse my, excuse my language, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I had no clue. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was like, so what do I do? Googled it. Ah, that's still not giving me, I won't get step one, step two, step three, step four. That's what I wanted. But I did not have that. And it was driving me crazy because I knew I was missing something. <laughs> there was just this one piece I was missing. So Demer, I created Demer University to help others with just that. And I'm still in the process of building that, but it, it helps you with the step-by-step process. So there's no, everything that I learned, I'm putting into that because I, I, I remember that emotion of not knowing what to do, but knowing I was missing a step and could not find it. That's what the DeMarie University is for. The next one is college bound. Now, in this particular time in our world, going off to college is not really the thing we want our children to do. (laughs) But I had a dream College Bound started with a dream because I was not a a college freshman. I was not a college freshman, but I was a college freshman. I did all the partying like the college freshman did, you know what I mean? You know, we have friends in college. You you experience college, you just don't go to college. (laughs) 
but I remember my brother and I remember my friends starting college for the first time, some having uh, the things that they need, some not having the things that they need, some being able to just purchase books, some having to wait for financial aid to purchase books, some people having to go find used books and they're not the edition that they needed because the edition that they needed, they no longer use it, but they needed a book. There's so much that goes into being a college freshman. It stresses me. And I was like, wait, I ain't even going to college. <laughs> and college bound started off because one of the greatest things that anybody faces when they leave home is being in a place of comfort. You're in a completely different area. You don't know anybody. It's something new to you. And all you want to do is just make your space yours. So College Bound was created to help the freshmen going into college with the essentials, the blankets, the sheets, the pillows, the pillowcases, to from, from those simple things to as extraordinary as the whiteboards to go on the walls to whatever color they want to the side lamps to the little to the little uh, carriers that they need to to go to the shower to the shower shoes you know just everything and then from there expanding to helping them go to and from school because some college kids don't get to come home for the holidays because they just can't afford it That's why I created College Bound because I saw, I, I saw a need and I saw it in my friends, in my family. So what can I do to help ease somebody's transition from high school senior to college freshman? Let me help alleviate some of the financials that go into that. So you know what? If you are going to college, First off, I need to see I need to see your transcripts and that you you actually enrolled in classes because this how this how this works because College Bound is a nonprofit so you need to qualify first. Okay, okay. So what package would you like? Would you like the basic package? Here it is. Would you like this package? What package would you like? Let's see what you qualify for. Are you part time student, full time student? Are you going overseas? Or like what are you doing? Okay, that's what. Okay, we got you covered. Here goes your whole package and the color you choose. Like, there's a lot of thought that went into this. And that's my story behind College Bound. And then I have Cozy Corner Publishing. And the reason why I started Cozy Corner Publishing is because I love to read books. I absolutely love to read books. So let me help those who love to write books get that going. I've seen a lot. It's hard to get published by a major publisher. And sometimes we just don't know how to do self-publishing. So let me help you. Because I would love to read your book. I will sit in my little corner, put my legs up on my bed, and flip open and start reading. And see, the other thing is, like I said, I love to create. I'll even help you design your cover. Tell me what, you, what is your vision? Tell me your vision. What, what, what is this book to for you? What, tell me. Let me know. Everybody has a dream. Let me help you with yours. And then my final business that nobody knows about. This is my first time saying it. It's called Butterflies and Daisies. And that one's purely because I understand what it's like to be lost. Butterflies and daisies I created to help, to motivate you, to keep you going. Butterflies and daisies is still in development, but it's my heart. It's to help the woman who is suffering with low self-esteem and has kids and has no clue what to do. It's the little girl who is in school and has no clue who she is. She's told to be one place, but forced to be in another place, and it's confusing. Butterflies and Daisies is to help us with everyday life. How to stay on track with just feeding ourselves. The little bit of motivation we need just to get us through the day. That's the butterflies and daisies.
there's a story for each one of them. What is your story? Why are you doing what you're doing? If you just tell your story, people will fall in love with it because in some shape, form, or fashion, it'll resonate. And if you listen to the reason why I started every last one of these companies is actually to help somebody else. I struggled. So let me help somebody not struggle. I suffered. Let me help somebody else not suffer. I had a dream. Let me help somebody else fulfill theirs. Each one of them. So what is your story? Start off with your why. I told you I was going to tell you the importance. Now I'm going to tell you how. It's really simple. Start off with your why. Go backwards to the beginning. Go backwards to the day when you were sitting in your room or in your chair, in your cubicle or in your office or driving in your car, in your shower, wherever you were, go back to that day where you said, I can't do this anymore. When your dream, when you actually started living your dream, go back to that day and tell people why. Why did that conversation that you had in your head in that car that day lead to this? Why did those tears you shed in the shower that day lead to this? Why that day you was in that cubicle ready to cuss every single person out in that office led to this? Why? What was your why? Why did you start your business? Not the technical aspect of why you started your business, but the emotional aspect of it. What did it mean to you? What did it mean to you? And that's how you write your story. Walk your audience through the journey with you. And you walk their money right into your bank account. The floor is now open. If you have any questions, any comments, That walk this money into the bank account resonated with me. Go ahead, Sonia. I just had to say that. <laughs> you stole my line. Oh my goodness, that was so good. That was, you know what? What's what was special for me about that, Deanna? I didn't know that about you. I didn't know you had that many businesses, um, businesses and ideas. I had no idea. That is that's really nice and fun to know that about you. I love that. I think that is so cool. I am not a creative. I got ideas, but I need other people to pull them out of me. Me and you got to talk. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for you. I, I promise. One of, and I've done it to so many people. I, I, I did it to Maya. I've talked to Corey. Um, there's a few people that I talk to and just in talking to them, I'd be like, you need to do this. And I'm like, I never thought it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. But you really need to. And because it... I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, no. Really, <laughs> I'm really, 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 really impressed. I, and I love... I, I had no idea. I don't know where I've been, but I had no idea. And I'm really, really happy that you shared that. Thank you. One of the biggest things Antonio always tells me and he's now telling each and every one of you is stop being humble. I, each and every one of my businesses that I have, there's bits and pieces of them that I've, that I've put together because I always, I, I suffer with the same thing. A lot of people suffer with Will people really want it. Will they really want what I have to give. Like I have four podcasts and all y'all haven't heard none of them <laughs> because I'm like, do people really want to hear what I have to say? But like I was saying earlier, the more I've studied, the more I understand that. Yes, because my audience is my audience. 
my audience may not be Adonia's, it may not be Maya's, it may not be Charmone's or Grace's audience. They're my audience. They're people just like me. People who had everything given to them, but there was a certain aspect of them that they, they were missing. There was, a, there was still a hole in them somewhere. And that's why you tell your story. Your story draws in your audience. Your story pulls in the people who resonate with you. There are dreams, we dream all the time, but we hide our dreams because we're afraid that those around us won't understand our dreams. I desire to be a philanthropist. I desire to literally travel the world helping people. But I never, I never knew I could. And once I realized I could, I stopped. Once I realized that I could, I stopped fearing dreaming. The moment you just tell your story, you'll realize what impact you have. You'll realize why that burn was put in you. Because you were the one brave enough to tell your story. You were the one brave enough to stand up and say, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is why I'm on these trainings. This is why I have these businesses. This is why this stuff is up here. This is why I do what I do. And when you stop fearing dreaming, you're able to allow somebody else to dream. They just have to know it's okay. And that's what your story does. We, we start businesses because we love it and then we realize that, okay, there's a financial aspect attached to this thing that I really didn't think about in the beginning. So now that this has come, I need the money for my dream. And then we stop focusing on the dream and focus on the income aspect of it. And ladies and gentlemen, please understand, I'm not telling you not go for your money. I'm telling you how to get it easier. Your branding is your story. People fall in love with brands, not products. We can buy a product every day, but we fall in love with brands. I'm in love with Ritz crackers. I will go get the little snack packs and put them and hide them in my room so don't nobody else get my crackers. That's what we do. We fall in love with brands. We fall in love with brands. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> prime example we know if it don't have a brand on it it don't work right that's our thought process we buy Lysol because we know our parents use Lysol our grandparents use Lysol Pine Saw Pine Saw has been around since I was a child I remember smelling it in every household I went to. My, my mom's mom, my dad's mom, my great grand you always smell pine saw. So when you go into a store, you look for pine saw. You don't look for the off-brand stuff. You look for pine saw. Post. It ain't a sticky if it ain't a post-it. It is not a sticky if it's not a, if it ain't a, I'm sorry. That that's just what it is. Xerox. If I can't Xerox it, I don't want it. <laughs> we fall in love with the brands because they have an emotion attached to them. Pine Saw reminds me of my grandparents. So why wouldn't I get why wouldn't I want Pine Saw? Lysol, my parents, my grandparents, and great grandparents use it to kill the germs. Girl, go on in there, wipe that down with that Lysol. Make sure you make sure you get the, the go ahead, get the top of the toilet, get the handle, get the doorknob. You clean everything. We want to make sure we kill these germs. Yes, ma'am. Okay, Granny, I got you covered. Lysol. 
Let them fall in love with your story. They'll fall in love with the brand and they'll buy from you. Our products are just like everybody else's products. There's other, there's other online universities teaching you business marketing and training. There's other online stores where you can sell your products. There's other podcasts, but it's us. It's our stories that make people want us. That's why your story is so important. And it's okay to tell your story. It's okay to tell people why you started. I'm sorry, I went on a rant. Does anybody else have any other questions <laughs> or comments? <laughs> I just want to add, to share your story, it resonates with me so much. And just to ask a question, how do you multitask the systems of running multiple businesses? Because me, myself, I started out in actually music. I started out as an intern at Def Jam at the street team. And I worked in the artist development department in the golden era of uh, hip hop, if you would say. And then I went to Warner Music before I got into real estate and started my own company. Now I still do run a consulting management company uh, which consists of songwriters and producers. We had artist development a year and a half ago, but for business reasons, it was beneficial for us and beneficial for the artists for us to just partner up with major uh, management independent labels, such as 300 and other people like that, to do the development because it was a lot of money going out and there was no return, no infinite return on the investment within mm -hmm. a, a, a periodic time frame. So your money becomes like concrete. It just stays there for a long period of time and there's nothing solid to hold your investment. Um, so we found it better to do songwriting and production, um, you know, do different things like that and consulting on different projects. But the, the artist development is definitely the heart of any type of project and it's actually is still my passion um, along with production. But when I got into business and entrepreneurship, I had to run systems and it seemed like the business was a system universally and that system took different people in order to make the you know make the wheel turn so i'm asking you like I, I use a lot of outsourcing and specialists i have a team but i use a lot of outsourcing and specialists how do you multitask that um and still keep your passion because my passion <clears throat> first like you said there is a system but there there's also a team my ultimate goal is to have each business, but have somebody else run the business. I start them, I get them going, I put the systems in place, and then somebody else runs it. That's my ultimate vision. My ultimate goal is to be a business mogul, period. Mm -hmm. But starting off, you run everything until you get that one person, your COO, the one who just handles all of operations, that you trust, somebody that, you don't have to micromanage somebody who runs it without you having to. The reason you hire them for, they actually do their job. Once you get that team in place that you trust, then you can step back and be able to still have your passion for it. But your passion is what runs it. And if you, and if you notice, all of your businesses run hand in hand because it's your passion. Like I said, each one of the businesses that I have, they're all in my passion of helping others. So you can, you can run all of your businesses and still have your passion if you put someone in place to run it for you. you everything still flows up to you, but you put that team in place and you trust your team to do what they're supposed to do. If they don't work, work with them. If it still don't work, maybe they're on the wrong seat in the bus. Shift them to another seat. If it still doesn't work, time to let them go and bring somebody else in. But your team helps you run multiple businesses and still keep your passion. You're, when you have those people in place that just run everything for you, it allows you to still be the dreamer to put everything in place. Antonio recently whew, promoted all of us. <laughs> but it allowed him to take certain things off his plate so he can still be in his passion. He's always in his passion, but his team is now in a place where he can fully focus on his passion while we do what we're supposed to do. 
So the answer is your team. It, it, it all falls down to your team. And I hope that answered your question. Yeah, it did. Thank you. Very welcome. Does anyone else have any questions or comments? All right. Well, if not, I have homework for you guys. Yay, homework. Write your story. Write your story. And everything else in your business will flow easier. Because the origin, the beginning, the genesis of your story, the genesis of your business, is all you need to have in place. And when people ask you, why did you start your business? Because I got tired. I got tired of being drained at the end of the day, working for somebody else when my passion was burning so, was burning within me. So I decided, if I'm going to release this much energy for somebody else, I'm gonna do it for myself. Or I got tired of not knowing what to do. And I knew it was somebody else out there that felt the same way I felt. So I started this business to help others not be lost. Or, I know how hard it is for parents to let go of their children. And I know how hard it is for people to be in places that they're not used to. So all I wanna do is just make that transition easier. Or, I love to read books. And there's somebody's dream to publish their book, but either they keep getting told no, or they just don't know how. So I combine my love with helping somebody else fulfill their dream. Or I just want to help the next person I'd suffer. So what is your story? Why do you do what you do? Remember, go back to the beginning. Hey, Phil. I can't tell you how perfectly you've set up what I'm planning on doing in the next hour. Yay! Yeah, it's pretty amazing. What we've got is we've got 11 points on the business and how we'll go through this process where what you've just set us up for, we'll help the people on the call decide what they want to do in terms of that process. And I'm, I'm really excited about it. And then the last part is going to be some optimism and positivity especially during now. We're going to, you may have heard some of the stuff that I've said before, but we're going to capsulate it. I've got 15 points on, on being optimistic during these challenging times. So you've set me up perfect. So thank you very much. Looking forward to uh, sharing my uh, message with the group. I'm excited as well. Yay. So there's your alley. <laughs> I'm so excited. Awesome. That is so awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if there are no more questions, no more comments, Ms. Grace, if you want to close us out. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on Brandy and Cashflow with Ms. D. Marie Deanna Mitchell, wonderful job business partner, as always. Those of us who will be on for the Bureau call, having fun while getting paid to speak with Phil and Susan Sorrentino, as soon as we hop off this call, we'll be hopping on that call. Everyone take care. Have a great evening. Love you more, Phil. Love you more, Phil. See you guys in a few minutes. Bye-bye. Bye. Good job, Deanna. Very good job. Thank you. Our next guest is the CEO of a Facebook competitor. It is called MeWe. It is a next-gen social platform with a focus on privacy. The company has surpassed 5.5 million members. CEO Mark Weinstein with us now in a Fox Business exclusive. Welcome to the program, Mark. Glad to have you with us. So why the focus on privacy or taking advantage of Facebook's public stumbles? 
Well, Deirdre, I'm one of the guys who invented social networks, and it was never, social networks were never invented to be what we call now surveillance capitalism, which is what Facebook is. Their members are not customers to serve, their data to sell and data to target. So it really, MeWe is a full, fully, you know, fledged uh, social network with all the features people love. The privacy is a pr our privacy bill of rights. We don't sell your data. We don't target you. We don't mess up your news feeds. We have a freemium business model, so everything you love is free. And you can, you know, traditional capitalism, great capitalism. You can spend money on in-app purchases, or you can just enjoy the free service. There's nothing, you know, you can't be targeted for your vote or your opinion. Um, it's social media the way it was meant to be. So then, Mark, honestly, how do you make money? Because we all know when we use Facebook, it's free for the user, but we know because we are not paying that we become the product. So that Facebook is gathering data on That's us, right. and I think some people even say Facebook isn't a social company, it's a data company. But then how do you make money? Are people paying your company for subscriptions? No, no, it's very important. MeWe is free forever. But now we know that the freemium model works, and MeWe is, we're doing great with revenue. We have 2,800 free emojis, but we've got great custom emojis, custom stickers. So live people voice, pay live you for those. A pay option. Right, and, and live voice, live video, secret encrypted chat. Uh, MeWe pages are $1.99 a month, but you reach 100% of your followers all the time. So for $24 a month, you don't have to boost anything. So if you have 500,000 followers or 5,000 followers or 10 million followers, you reach everybody. At Facebook, you reach 5%. Then you got to pay to boost, and then their algorithm messes the whole thing up anyhow. So MeWe is really true, pure social media. It's social networking done right, and people love it. Yeah, so. we're growing organically with no ads, and, and, and we're not even marketing MeWe, and we're growing by tens of thousands of people every day. So, Mark, we have some stats about your company. As you're speaking, five and a half million users right now, which is impressive. But how are you going to keep growing that? Because one telephone is not so fun. Two telephones work. Basically, you need more people to sign up. Well, people are signing up, Deirdre, every day. And here's the beautiful thing about MeWe. So we also have some major, major deals that are not announced with some huge influencers worldwide. But even without them, we grew 405%. Last year, we're targeting, you know, we actually target, we'll have over 30 million members by the end of this year, over 150 million by the end of next year. We're growing twice as fast already this year. And people also move in groups. This is really, we have never seen something like this. So constituencies move to people. So many people are censored or or blocked or violated on Facebook and they all move to MeWe so it the growth is fantastic quick question mark you say Facebook as an aside should not be broken up why is that listen we compete with Facebook great snap competes with Facebook Twitter competes with Facebook breaking up Facebook doesn't solve the problem that they are a surveillance company transacting data by the way also transacting data from non-members. They track all of us. Remember, the Cambridge Analytica CEO said they had data on 230 million adult, really every adult in America. Now, Facebook's new rules that you talked about today, that's a bunch of BS. Facebook has had rules the whole time. They break their rules all the time. That's the problem. The rules right. of Facebook mean nothing. Mark, we thank you very much for the time. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the growth. Thank you, Deirdre. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to lead the middle class, they're in the top 1%. And they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money, and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now, and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires, right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 
46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money. And now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy. I've homeschooled my own children. And I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion-going self is not enough to get to the top 1%, and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me 
to actually for me to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, it, you can kind of relate to this. It almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers. And you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable. And I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement. And then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom and I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss, and all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plan better. You can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. 
As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U. I T E R zip recruiter dot com slash B to B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's zip recruiter dot com slash B to B. It's also in the show notes.